It was 26 degrees this morning. Yeah. How's 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 this possible? We're in the south. I know. I know. I don't understand it either. The president is saying that it should be warm right now. <laughs> yeah. Why isn't it warmer? I don't know, man. Global warming, it's a hoax. It's a hoax. course it is not a hoax it is not a hoax people please and i understand it's climate change um this is josh this is drew and this is nothing to say with josh and drew podcast and yep how's it going back it's it's going great we got to tell them how to contact us because we want them to contact us you can follow us on twitter instagram at our different handles which i don't have memorized and our email is nothing to say podcast at gmail.com feel free to send in any suggestions you can you can email us on what is our twitter and instagram handle yep and we're gonna way yep yep we're gonna do that (laughs) but um yeah why is it why is it so cold dude i i hate winter that's a bad question because you can't answer why it's cold it is cold (laughs) and it doesn't feel good i hate winter every year in nashville i get miserable and I am miserable. I'm miserable right now. No, no, no. I don't feel miserable. I like it. I like I like the fact that I get to wear clothes that I don't normally get to wear. But I get to wear them only when I go outside. You right. know, when it's too cold to even think about leaving, that's when I have a problem. And it happened a couple times this weekend. It was too cold to just go out for a walk. Like I wanted to go out for a walk, get some fresh air. Yeah. If I take a big enough, you know, inhalation breath that's the right yeah, word yeah. breath mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if i take a big enough breath outside i'm gonna get pneumonia <laughs> yeah it hurt. it's painful to breathe out uh, there yeah. so yeah it is it is a constant hassle um yeah and then it's itchy like the hot water itchy. it dries my skin yeah that's that's true well i mean but that i think that's just because it is dry outside well yeah well and then the heat in any building yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. Dry. is dry your skin is dry and then it's itchy yeah, yeah. so uh, so i'm 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 lathered in lotion yeah and then just cold here's here's good. my biggest beef with winter especially like i don't know the past week i think i've seen the sun like once like i'm gonna start needing one of those those like mood lamps you work indoors well i know but i still but i work at home so i have windows i can see out and the fact that like there's like never sun, like I wake up and it's just and, like cloudy it's all dark. the time. Yeah, but there's sun. Like right now, there's no sun. Okay, it's nighttime for I, those. I, that I can't acknowledge. See, I do acknowledge that the sun has risen. You see light. <laughs> I see there's light coming a through your window. Vague lightness, but the fact that I can't get direct sunlight, get that vitamin. You want to see the sun? You're not supposed to look at the sun. I look at it all the time. It's directly re- it's at actually, it. It's actually good for your eyes. If you stare at it just for like a few seconds, this it's is, like vitamin. Do that. This is not supported. No one <laughs> no, says no, no, that you no, should be staring at, staring no, 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 at but, the sun. No, no, but but real, like you know, just like you want to feel its warmth. When I can't see it, it makes me upset. Like I get, oh, no, I, I get, I get that. that winter depression. Like for real. No, no, I, don't I, get I start that. to get really bummed out when when I can't see the sun. And I don't know if it's if it's that that Florida boy in me or something like that, but no, yeah, I just I, that's one thing I can't stand about winter is just like it's always overcast, it's always cold. I mean, I do I do agree. It is nice to wear different clothes. Yeah, it is know? cool. Nothing looks better than a, a nice a nice jacket. You Nothing. Know? 
you know? So I don't know. I like the, I, I like the chillier weather because, okay, here's, 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 here's the, the thing. I would rather it be 28 degrees outside than 108 degrees outside. 108 degrees, you don't go outside. Yeah. And there's nothing that you could cover yourself with Mm -hmm. to make it good to be outside. So at 108 degrees, there's sweat everywhere. That's true. From the window to the walls. (laughs) When it's cold, you could always bundle up. You have little things you could put in your pockets to keep your hands nice and toasty. You could scarf up. You look look like a ninja running outside, but you could be outside still. In the sweltering heat, it's impossible. So, if I were to choose an extreme, 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 it would be the winter. But you know, but also, but things with the heat, though, we are used to that that wet heat, that humid heat. I still don't like it. And and I agree. No, no, no. I'm saying that is that is the worst heat. Yes. Have you been in 108 in the dry? Yes. I have not. No, it's it's not good. It's better than the wet heat, Mm -hmm. but it's still not good. Yeah. It's like it's hard. Like the air is thick I, I i feel like it's hard to breathe yeah. not as hard as it is to breathe because when it's sweltering hot in south florida you know yeah like the air is thick like right. you're like you're breathing jelly and no one likes breathing jelly <laughs> sometimes i like breathing that jelly though sometimes you gotta sometimes. breathe that jelly so on that note let's uh i think we have so i think it's time that we debut a brand new segment that's going to be recurring yep we're going to introduce you to a new character in our podcast it is drew it is drew that's not me drew it's another drew so we're going to keep it ambiguous you're going to know their voices and this episode you're really going to know which drew is which because this is actually on location our correspondent drew Drew's News. All right, and welcome to Drew's News. We are here with our correspondent, Drew. He's out on the field today. Drew, where are you uh, calling us from? Hey, Drew and Josh. Great to be with you today. I am calling you from outside of my work. All right. Oh, okay, Live. outside of your outside of your job. All right, so uh, yeah. so what do you uh, what do you got for us today? What's in the All news? Right, guys. It, it has been a crazy news day, and I am here with all of the breaking footage <laughs> and information. All okay. right. First of all, uh, in Florida, a woman was shot. <laughs> I can't even get this out. <laughs> oh, God, it's so silly. <laughs> okay, in come Florida, on. A woman, okay, 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 okay. In Florida, a woman was shot after performing sex acts for $5 and Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wow. Wow. Well, <laughs> and Pringles? Yes. And, yes, and guys, I just want to say that our home state has done it again. I am personally not ashamed. I am proud. I love reading headlines from Florida. So once um, you pop, the fun really doesn't stop. Indeed. So does it say In what? Fact, does it say what flavor Pringles? No, no. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know. You got to go. I'd be willing original. to guess though that it was Cool Ranch though. No cool way. Sour Pringles. cream and onion, man. Sour cream and onion. Cool Ranch. They don't make Cool Ranch Pringles. <laughs> That be a yeah, that would be like a like a Doritos a hand du- job, and that's that's, that's messy. I, I like the See? old fashioned. Just give me an old fashioned five bucks, a foot long for a foot long. You know what I'm saying? All there right. you go. There you go. Nice, so, nice. That's that uh, is awesome. What else is in the story? Give us some deets. Well, um, that's basically all that there was to that story. It happened in Florida. Uh, oh, and she. Oh, and she has she has non lethal injuries. 
that's, uh, wait, okay. wait, 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 hold on. Yeah. Not wait, wait. So, Where did the injuries come from? She was shot. Oh, she was shot while performing the sex acts for five dollars in so, Pringles. She was shot afterwards. <laughs> so so hold on she yeah. was she was done she cleans up like a like a nice lady and she's going to run away and the guy pulls out a gun and shoots her presumably to get his five Precisely. bucks and pringles back <laughs> so either he's cheap exactly, or she's sorry, terrible that is exactly what happened wow yeah. that's that's that fantastic okay that is yeah. great all right what's next so give us okay, uh yep so, next uh piece here yeah yeah well okay so now I, I have breaking news from Madison, Wisconsin. Madison. Uh, yes. Uh, man wrecked home with axe after he thought his wife damaged his action figures. The <laughs> wow. The 46-year-old. Yeah. First of all, well, before I ask you guys, I'll just give you a little bit more information. The 46-year-old husband called 911 on himself after using a log-splitting axe to destroy a TV, a TV stand, a computer, and several items in the house. The man then went outside and smashed the family car, chopped off both side mirrors, which I think is kind of cool, Jeez. and then struck the windshield so hard the axe got stuck. Nice. D- well, when there's no other way to do arrived, it. They found, yeah, pretty much. So, uh, yeah. Josh, what would you do if you thought your wife destroyed your action figures? I wouldn't do that. I probably just asked why she destroyed them because it would probably be like a good reason. Like she thought they were the devil and then we would go to the hospital <laughs> and deal with like therapy. <laughs> But oh well, hold on. Where are you? Oh, okay. It seems like you have some action behind you. Is everything all right back there, Drew? Um, I think somebody just got murdered, but I'll have more to report on. <laughs> okay, that. hold on. Was that person doing acts for five dollars in Pringles? Whoa! Yeah, dude, this got really metal. It all comes full circle. Yep. Oh, yeah, it, oh, it sure did come full circle. Oh boy, more like oval oh. shaped oh. for Pringles. Cylindrical shape. There you go. Yep. And lastly, our right. last news story of the day comes from Japan. This okay. one's a little bit sad. It really broke my heart. Uh, a hotel had to fire half of its robot workers for being bad at their job. Oh. the good news is that uh, the robot apocalypse is showing no signs of happening anytime soon. Not, so, nice. These, Did they say what they were doing? What, like, what were the robots doing? Yeah, these robots were stupid. They were idiots. So Hen Na Hotel, which employs various robots from check-in staff to in-room help, reportedly decided to lay off half of its robot employees after they proved to be more of a nuisance than a benefit. Forbes reported that a number of guests had complained about the robots, which allegedly woke them up in the middle of the night, interrupted conversations, and struggled to answer basic guest questions without human help. In one case, a man was woken up every two hours because the robot thought he was trying to ask it a question when he was just snoring. Oh, oh that's a toughie. Yeah. Now, now, did it say anything else about what what these robots looked like? Um, no, actually. Were these uh, robots or no, like I'm, Siri and Alexa? Because they're they can be pretty. No, dumb. because I actually just watched this story on the Daily Show from last night, and these robots were actually Velociraptors. Uh, that is a, that is a fact. Uh, that is a fact. I'm not making that up. They were like the front desk robots were Velociraptors. Not that sounds about right, actually. <laughs> um, yeah. So, first of all, I just want to say, Drew, don't do my job for me. Oh. This is my realm. This is my world. Don't try to steal my thunder. Uh, Otherwise, there will be consequences. Uh, he was actually being the robot. Wow. We we actually have the robots pulled up here in front of us on the computer here. I they will are. kill you. <laughs> 
Yeah, these are kind of gross. Do you, yeah. do you see this? I, I, I did see them, yeah. Yeah. This is not okay at all. This is gross. Well, I'm glad to know that the uh, the robot apocalypse is not coming anytime soon. Uh, yeah, I don't think it'll happen in our lifetime. I think, I think that's I for sure. I think this is a given to happen in our lifetime. I think I can see this happening in the next 20 years. We will have hospitals mostly staffed by robots. You think? Guaranteed. Because mm. they do it in hospitals. Sorry, they do it in hospitals now. I meant to say hotels. They do it in hospitals now. Hospitals deliver, like robots deliver medicine. Okay, well. I see that now. Well, I could see them doing um, Pringles and $5 bills <laughs> in, a, in short Dude. order. That, I could definitely see that you know, happening. You know, I, I think it'd be a cool idea for like a movie if you had this movie that was in the future, right? Uh, but then somebody had to go back in time to like kill the robot so that the robot... <laughs> can't take over that's a great idea wow sounds really original thanks <laughs> thanks <laughs> all right drew reporting live from outside of my job this is drew signing off good night good luck and god bless the united states of america <laughs> all right <laughs> thanks, thanks drew and that was that was drew everybody <laughs> thanks thank you good night all right that was drew's news thank you drew we appreciate all those headlines and you scouring the internet for the most interesting stories that the listeners definitely need to know. And on that note, we are going to go ahead and take a break and we will see you right after this break. All right. Thanks to our sponsors that support and keep this podcast going. Now let's, uh, so let's talk about, you so know, yeah, talk today, about today stuff. we're going to talk about music. You know, because I think I think this is a topic that we can probably revisit plenty of times. I think it's time we take a music break. You know what I'm saying? And and actually, we are gonna bring back our buddy Drew for a, another new segment. We are yeah. debuting all kinds of new segments Absolutely. on this on this episode. Drew's actually back from the field. We had him come back emergency for this yes. segment, so that way we can talk about music, specifically a brand new segment. That we call All right. Welcome to Drew Thanks. Song Reviews. Thank you, Drew, for joining us. The pleasure is all mine. Now to explain what this segment is, we are going to go online to a random word generator, which happens to be randomwordgenerator.com that's not the website it's randomword.com folks <laughs> randomword.com and we are going to choose a random word then we are going to go to our subscription music service and we are going to search for that word in the song titles and then we are going to pick one of those songs play it for Drew in its entirety and then we are going to get a detailed review from him super detailed and talk about it mm -hmm. so today's word let's go to the website and let's so go. today's word is orf orf um drew can you get us the definition of that word orf orf it is a viral infection of sheep so it is a sheep virus that is today's word um so before we get into the song uh drew what do you think drew too what do you think of the word orf um Sounds like ort, which is like a cloud thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, yeah. And I... It's a solid Scrabble word. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I have a strong suspicion that we're going to get a lot of metal bands. Okay. A viral infection I, of sheep. I definitely agree. A viral infection of sheep. Let's go and 
see what we have available to us. All right, so we have a couple of options here. We have uh, so we have Orf, and it's the O with the umlaut. I think that's what that's Ooh. called. The, the uh, two little dots. That is by Irfan Ozada. There's okay, that's the one. Orf. I think it I is too. It. I'm already there's, I'm already feeling that yeah. one. So there's Orf by Ron Thal, The Adventures of Bumblefoot, 1995. Bumblefoot rules, there's, but I already like him. So. Yep, yep, yep. There's Orf uh, by David Morley. And then there is, I'm trying to look on here. There's another. Uh, oh, yeah. There is Orf, UHB3, Against All Odds, that came out in the year 2000. So I think what we decided to listen to was Orf by Irfan Osato. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for some reason, that last one just sounds like it, it would be really terrible. <gasps> All right. So now we're going to go ahead and play through the entire song. You will not hear the entire song because we cannot do that. And uh, we will see you after Drew hears a song. Well, you're going to hear some of the song, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they'll hear, hear a some little bit, but here we go. Okay. That was sexy. Uh, is it weird that I didn't hate that? No, I... I, I well... Hang let's, on. Let's hold our opinions okay, back. Yeah, let's yeah. go to okay. Drew Two's opinion because this is his review segment. That's so right. Go that's ahead, right. And Drew Two. Right, Drew. What, do you, what do you think? Uh, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Okay. Yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> or, or like Siskel and Ebert back in the day used to say, two thumbs way up. Yeah, I liked it. It was uh, at first it sounded like something I was going to hear like in a spa or something. I thought it was yeah. going to be super lame. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't know. It was like well orchestrated and powerful and i enjoyed it it reminded me of like i don't know being at the beach yeah, at and, night and i don't know what language that is but that vibe like that middle eastern vibe is yeah. very soothing i felt like closing my eyes i did yeah, yeah i, I felt enjoyed like that. it really made me want to close my eyes and i love that flute sound yeah i felt like i wanted to follow that person for some like a pied piper i just mm. wanted to follow I felt good. I mean, yeah. this, this is definitely, there's no doubt that this is a high dollar production. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of, oh, yeah. From an artist that clearly we've never heard of, but is probably very big in their country, whatever country oh, yeah. that may be. What's the name again? Irfan Osata. Based on the name, what do you suspect is well, It the- is the Yazitura EP. I'm assuming this is somewhere in the Middle East. I can't tell. I'm not going to pretend to know. Actually, we have someone that's recently been to the Middle East, Drew too. Yeah, I was in Israel. Recently came back from Israel. This sounds like something that would be famous there. Um, Maybe on the other side of Gaza. I don't mean to bring up a touchy subject. Damn. All right. Well, um, look up, see where he's from. Now, what didn't you like about the song, Drew? Uh, I could hear some tuning on the dude's voice. Wasn't a fan of that. Mm, um yeah. honestly that's really it it's like the only thing i can think of so just like over overproduced vocals yeah i guess yeah yeah um you know i don't know what they were saying so yeah yeah um but you know i i i'm looking at it as uh something that is foreign so i'm kind of just kind of appreciating it for what it is as opposed to seeing it through like an American lens, if that makes sense, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. All right. So I think we have an answer. Yeah. So Erdfan is actually a 35-year-old gentleman from Turkey. 
Um, he's from mm. Ordu, Turkey. And uh, I didn't hear much gobble, but I did hear a great voice. <laughs> hey. Oh, oh you know. <laughs> he was. No, I think he sounded good. Um, the vocal production is with every, with any modern production. I don't think you're going to get away from I'm not going to hold that against him. But so I like what it. kind of what kind of views does this guy get on uh, on the YouTubes? So I don't think Orf was a single. So I'm going to go ahead and look at one of his. Which larger, is too bad. Larger, it was, it, it's a good song. I feel like that could have been a single. I think it's my favorite. Erd's, what's his name? Uh, Irfan. It's my favorite song. Earth. Can I call him Earth? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's on the eight hundred and eighty-eight thousand. So it, it's big. Yeah, but look, Turkey. but look, he's got twelve million subscribers. So this dude is the real deal. Oh, okay. that's crazy. So he's like, this is like top of the food chain yeah. Turkish yeah. music. So I think it's. I thought it was pretty good. I had no no idea who this guy was. And yeah. you could you could you could call me a fan now. I'm disappointed that it wasn't worse because I wanted to make fun of something. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was really good. So, and okay. Yeah, that's, that's one problem that we had with, with the song title because while in English it is a sheep virus or whatever it was. <laughs> but here's the thing. You don't know it's not about a sheep virus. <laughs> Fair, point. Fair point. Because it being Turkey, maybe this is all about that terrible virus. If there's anyone that knows... The language he's speaking, by all means, correct us. I, I really think we're wrong here. But I'm going to go ahead and say, this is not about a sheep virus, but we don't know. And we're going to go ahead and listen to it as if it was. And this is the, all these sheep must have died. Dude. So actually, what do you think it's about? I think it's about a horde of sheep dying. Do you think it's about like a massacre or just oh, yeah. like a plague? A, well, it's a plague that begot a massacre. Well, okay. They but- had to slaughter all of them. And the flute is the sound of them being ravaged oh, by geez. the virus. Mm. So you don't think it was the plague that killed them? No, no, no. I think it was his broken heart. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I heard it in his voice. But I think that's... So actually, Drew, did we get a number from you? What's your number out of 10? Hmm. I'm going to give it a 7. Okay, Solid so 7. That's a 7. 7. Um, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. <clears throat> Josh gives it a 7. And Drew, 1, what do you give it? <sighs> out of 10, I'm... I'm going to give it an eight because I think it was a, a smooth and sexy tune. Smooth operator. All right. Well, that wraps it for our segment today. That was a lot of fun. Drew, thank you. And we will hear from you soon. Yes. We hope. We hope. Um, so now that we're back, let's talk about music. That's what we were here to talk about. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some of our favorite types of music. So, um, Mr. Drew. Yeah. Tell me about it. What's your favorite kind of music? Well, my favorite kind of music is very broad. That's I was what a music snob says. That <laughs> a very broad taste. Not yeah. the best taste. Well, I, but you know, I think I think uh, most people's tastes are pretty broad, and I'm no yeah, exception. They are. You know, I think it's it's weird though. Before I even get into this, I think it's weird that the way that your tastes in music change or don't change. Mm. You know, like I don't know. Like I listen to music much more openly now, but. I also don't listen to music more openly now. Why is that? I don't know. That's I don't know. It's it's something that you do. I think you're assuming that I do the same thing. I mean, you. I'm sure you still have some tastes of the same music that you like used to like, right? I do very much so. I like. I still like most of the music I used to like. I could go ahead and say that. Um, 
it's I still it still triggers some memories and I remember where I was at the time I heard the song. Um, but I feel like my taste in music has grown. I feel like I like way more types of music than I ever have and have more of an appreciation for something that even two years ago I would have said was cheap or didn't require much skill or I lacked appreciation for when it came time to, because when I say that, it's because I, I really didn't know mm-hmm. much about making whatever type of music it was. Sure. And I try it myself. And then in doing that, I get a huge appreciation for what I considered. So for example, there are some pop, I don't know, like Zed, for example. It's an electronic artist that basically remixes songs. Like how hard could a remix be? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, taking a song that's already made, I know he has connections and he gets stems but converting that putting your own spin on it that's unique like i could listen to something you could definitely tell that it's him doing the song Mm -hmm. but it's it's different than the original song yet still kind of familiar yet gives it a whole brand new energy and still sounds like him like it's very it, it it takes a lot of skill and in that appreciation of the skill i've learned to really like the music because when i sit down and i try to break down okay what was this person trying to achieve I learned from that and I learned a great bit of appreciation. And then sometimes I, I think to myself, wow, there's no way that I could do this. Like my brain doesn't work that way. So I thought I find way more music now more appealing. Now, but, but, but were there, was there ever like music that you didn't like when you were a kid? Oh yeah. Now, do you still not like that music? No, I like it now. Is there any of it that you still don't like? Uh, any of it that I still don't like? I feel like this is going to probably get a lot of people mad. Um, I have a hard time with a lot of classic rock. Really? And by classic rock, I mean like like we had we had Drew, the segment you just heard, and the segment before that you also heard. Um, he came in and he was showing us, was like an, like, like an ACDC song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was all about it. I forgot what song it was. And I thought it was terrible. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was cheesy. I thought it was poorly done and it didn't sound like the person cared i didn't get any emotion out of it whatsoever it didn't inspire anything whatsoever uh-huh. and i was like oh this is a classic and when i said how much i expressed my displeasure drew was offended that i wasn't in love with this piece of music and i was just like i, I just don't connect with it so i feel like it's like like that era has either a knockout hit for me that i love or I'm just kind of not turned on by the music. Like I didn't, I didn't think I would like Led Zeppelin at all. Do but, you like Led Zeppelin? Yeah, really. Sitting down and listening to it, like yeah, because it inspires a feeling. Mm. It's a feeling that they're that they're getting out of me, or I don't know. Like I could close my eyes and listen to Led Zeppelin, and I and I feel stuff. It gives me the feels, man. And I'm not afraid to have feels. Okay. Afraid to parry. See, yeah. <laughs> afraid to catch feels. Catch feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she, she, You don't get them, you catch them. Oh, no, no, no. I'd love to catch some feels from her, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't know. I, You know, classic rock, like, I, I did classic rock, uh, but I have to be in the right mood for it. And, and you know, for me, that, that's what it boils down to for me is, is like, I don't, I don't emotionally connect with a lot of music. I don't know if it's just my lack of emotional depth. Maybe that's something I need to talk to a shrink about. Who knows? Any shrinks, please write in about his lack of emotional depth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
I don't know. Like for me, music is about it's about complexity in a way. Like, and I, I don't mean that in in a atonal or just like weird music, experimental music kind of way. I, I more just mean complexity the way the way that a you know piece of food, you know, a piece of food will make you just feel something. Not necessarily emotions. Not, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Not not emotions, but just like when you just like really like taste something, like close your eyes and you just like, you get all these different, you know, fats and salts and yeah. savories and all that stuff. Like, you know, like, so that's why like for music, like that's the way I look, that's the way I absorb it in a way is like, you know, if it's something that's makes my ears tingle, you know, you know that's kind of how it is for me. Like what makes my ears tingle? And and a lot of music just doesn't do that, or maybe it used to do that for me and doesn't anymore. And I think I think that's what's sort of interesting is you know like some of the music when I was listening to in you know middle school and high school, how like when I listen to that same stuff now, it just doesn't give me that same feel anymore. And I think that's interesting how that how your tastes evolve. You know, just like uh, same thing with food. It's like you know your palate evolves and your musical palate evolves, and like music is like so, it's so important to people. You know, like it really becomes like part of their identity, and I don't think it's the same way for like I don't know visual arts. I don't I don't know. Well, I don't think that's true because movies, you know, in essence, are targeted to a specific audience. Now they try to make movies now that are super broad, Mm -hmm. but I. So my so my thing before I, and I would say this is just recently like in the last couple of years I was opposed to something being made for mass market. So like the like the Transformers or the Marvel movie of music that turned me off. Mm-hmm. Now, I had to sit back and think why does this turn me off? Is it because I know that it's made for a wide group of people or do I really not like the music? And it turned out that this was more of an issue with me not really appreciating what it takes to make something like a Marvel movie and right. seeing past the fact that, yeah, this is really made to make money, but is it also incredibly fascinating? Is it also engaging? And the answer for me is yes. I think that it takes an ungodly number of people, passionate people about what they do, because it's not easy to make one of these movies. And the same thing I feel goes into music. So even though music... There are some songs that I feel like are just, I call them commodity songs. Yeah. Like I just eat them, chew them up, spit them out, and I forget about them in a month. But for that moment, I was chewing on them, listening to them over and over and over because that's definitely my thing. I'll hear a song 47 times in a row. I just like doing that. Yeah. Um, I, I will get it, chew it, love it, and then discard it. And mm-hmm. it's not until much further down the road where I'm at like a reunion or it just comes on shuffle that I realize, oh, I like that song. But in but there are some other songs that are just good for a long time. And those are more like they become part of me and part of what I want to make creatively and part of what I seek out. Yeah. But that's not to say that those quick junk food songs aren't good. And I and and they're and, and they're junk food for me. I'm not saying they're junk food for everybody, but for me, I see those as more commodity like oh i know next week one of these artists that are all the same person to me is going to release something else yeah like i don't i and this is just my ignorance so i'm not trying to offend anyone but 
the Demi Lovatos and the, uh, gosh, Camila Caballo. And there's probably some other ambiguously raced young <laughs> yeah. female. They all sound the same to me. Yeah, no, I think they, all their and they I do to me too. And I couldn't, and I can't tell them apart. Now, someone that does stand apart and that is a female that doesn't have a Latin name is Halsey. I don't know what her last name is. I know that her name is a candy you take when you have a cold and EY. <laughs> and her mute, like her voice was really good. And I saw her live. And the first time I saw her live, I was like, holy crap, this girl's going to be huge. And it's turned out to be the case. She's much bigger than the band she was opening for, Amanda mm-hmm. Dragons. One of my least favorite final acts, but she opened and she was awesome. Yeah. So I was a huge fan at that moment. And then even now, her music sounds different. So it's getting okay with the junk food music for me and then still hanging on to the stuff I feel like adds value. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that also kind of boils down to kind of music's intent because I think I think music is intended is written with intent and I think that intention is also what turns me on and off from certain songs or artists or whatnot because yeah I mean you could say that some of those some of that junk food music is supposed to be as like broad as possible but I don't think it is as broad as they they want it to be. I, th- I think music, even at, at its most broad form, is still not as broad as as film, in my opinion. And and I think that th- those those target audiences are, you know, I, that that's what makes me like not connect with a lot of these a lot of these songs. So it's it's who it's intended for. Yeah, I I feel like there is just some level of intent, and I think a lot of that is not directed at me. Yeah, but it's perceived intent. Yes, of course. Yeah, so it's of course. it's what you think that the song is made for. And that's something that I was doing the same thing, but I had to look past it. Because just because it's not intended for me doesn't mean that tangentially I could like it. And who's to say? Like, it, is, it, it doesn't say on the song, this mm. is made for males 24 to 35. Yeah. That's not what it says. Sometimes it's really obvious who the intended audience is. Yeah with k-pop it's a great example (laughs) yeah the audience is clearly not me but i find it i find it for one really entertaining because of there's a little bit of a ridiculous value to Mm -hmm. it yeah that i admire like if you're gonna go in hardcore you better go all the way and they go ham it's weird yeah and it's so weird that i kind of like it sometimes do i know what they're saying the random english word a bunch of Korean, and then they just say ham sandwich. I was like, hey, it resonates with me. <laughs> they got me with ham sandwich. I'm on board. And then the videos, the videos are, you know what? I hear a lot of people, that's what they're gravitating to. That's mm-hmm. what turns me off the most. Really? The theatrics, they're fun to look at, but I feel like I lose, I'm losing something from yeah. it. Yeah. No, but, I, I, I agree. Yeah. But, I agree. But, but for their target audience and all the things I've seen and read is the video, like YouTube and getting folks to see all those videos and all the crazy visual effects and getting in touch with these idols, that's something that they really like. For me, I just think that the music, the fact that they could go from genre to genre is pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's cool too. I think that's a, a good spot to wrap up. Uh, you know, let us know what you think about music. Absolutely. You know, Again, like, um, hit us up. What's the email address? Nothing to say podcast at gmail.com. 
All right. I'm Josh. I'm Drew. And this is Nothing to Say Podcast with Josh and Drew. Drew.